What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King. I just got off a uh, podcast interview with a guest, Andrew Lynn, which will be coming out in the coming weeks. Such a cool dude. Um, he's uh, originally from England, but lives in northern Spain with his wife and three kids. Such a cool dude. Uh, and in this podcast, he kind of talks about his story from going, you know, from being, you know, diagnosis depressed and dealing with anxiety and just self-sabotaging his life left and right to really doing the work to heal. And now as a men's coach, a, a trauma-informed men's coach, he's able to, to help other guys. And I've been working through a coaching certification. Uh, it's a nine-month coaching certification that will go through the end of this year. And I've been working on uh, similar stuff, learning about uh, trauma and uh, what that is, right? So the question is, um, this could be a good kind of uh, you know a podcast episode or intro before you listen to, to his um, when I release that. But either way, I think it's really, really important because as men who are committed to becoming kings, you will never fully experience the fullness of life if you are blocked, if you have trauma stuck energy within you, if you feel like you have um, PTSD, you know, addiction, anxiety, depression, uh, loneliness, it's all this stuff that I continue to work on for myself too, because I feel like I, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, right? I don't know if and when I ever feel, will feel like I've quote unquote gotten there to uh, to healing. But I think it's possible, you know, I, I certainly do feel like it's possible. But getting into the work, I kind of was like, okay, I think I understand what trauma is, but from like, what is it, right? And from a, a somatic perspective, trauma occurs as a result of like an emotional or a physical or a psychological overwhelm when our external stimulus, um, let's say when we experience something and it presents itself to us, like typically when we're young, that it's like too much energy or it's too fast, too soon. So a single event is not inherently traumatic or not. Okay. I'm reading this from some of the notes I've taken from my elementum coaching. Trauma emerges as a result of the way in which our body and nervous system responds to that external stimulus, okay? So it's the way that that event then interfaces within our nervous system that affect the trauma. And for me, 
I didn't really, as I started kind of getting into men's work, getting into my own healing, I didn't really understand the connection between, I, I just lived so much of my life, like from the neck up in my brain, in my head, uh, being overly analytical that I didn't, I just wasn't really all that connected with my emotional body, my energetic body. Like I, of course, focused on my body, but it was always more from a performance standpoint of like just being an athlete, right? But when I realized that I have this nervous system that at times I can feel like my temperature rising, I can feel myself getting closer towards anger or rage. I, you know, my nervous system at times feels dysregulated. I feel very unsafe, very anxious, very um, alone, uh, like those sorts of things, right? I talked about um, a couple of years ago, two years ago, I was out in the woods and kind of <laughs> for the first time um, using like mushrooms and, uh, and my nervous system I realized it just heightened the effect that my nervous system felt dysregulated. And I went into like three hours of just feeling super alone and unsafe and scared. And I cried. <laughs> and it was a, a really healing experience at the end of the day. But in the middle of it, I felt like, like I did when I was little. I felt like I was out there alone. And no one had my back. And I felt very... Um, unseen, and like I said, scared. So what I've also come to, to understand and realize is that, you know, when, when I, when, especially as a guy, and, I, and I've run into this with, with coaching men as well, a lot of times they're like, ah, you know what, like I had a pretty good uh, childhood. You know, some guys are like, no, my, my childhood was fucked up, but I'm okay, I'm good. Like, uh, that was when I was little, I'm an adult now, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <clears throat> and yet, what I also have done over the years is, um, is minimize what I experienced in my life because growing up, like my childhood was great in, in, many, res in re many respects comparatively to what other people had experienced. But I always often looked at there's like three categories of trauma, right? The acute time types of trauma would be like one-time events, right? Or like shock trauma, which could be uh, you got into an accident um, or you were raped or sexually abused, right? Maybe you experienced a, a natural disaster or your parents got a divorce, right? Maybe you were assaulted, um, something like that. I, I think of like those type of huge acute shock trauma type events, which might have been for past generations, um, even though that those are kind of like, <laughs> um, yeah, like a, a death in the family or um, something along those lines. But then when you look at more of the second category, which is chronic, that's more of like a multiple long-term or a prolonged distressing traumatic events over an extended period of time, okay? So think about it in terms of World War II or the Great Depression. Um, even for a lot of us more recently, the, the pandemic. Uh, some people thrived and other people really, really struggled through 2020 and 2021, right? But even beyond that, 
you could have uh, a parent who has or a, or a sibling who has serious illness or, or mental illness or um, f- physical challenges, right? Uh, that requires a lot of attention for one sibling, right, or one parent. Maybe you have sexual abuse that is um, happening over a long amount of time. Domestic violence, bullying, substance abuse within the the household. Um, Maybe just poverty, just struggling to to keep food on the table, right? Um, Discrimination. A lot of those are traumatic events that are more chronic that happen over extended periods of times and then for me personally I've been I certainly have experienced some of that but I've also experienced more of the complex which I think is almost more the seductive it's under the radar it's like it's really really easy to minimize this one as well which is like just exposure to to multiple traumatic events or environments um, that that might show up in just like uh, a, a workaholic parent, abandonment, right? Or some type of like civil unrest. Maybe the parents like argue a lot, right? Uh, family disputes, which I certainly had in my family. Um, domestic violence or childhood abuse, mental illness in a parent. You know, a lot of those things are sometimes fly under the radar. Um, so it's, it's some of the not so obvious trauma that happens as a result of chaotic environments, you know, just consistent drama within the house uh, or noise or unpredictability. I remember when I was, I was super, I was like, man, I was such a little um, sensitive boy. And I think oftentimes that sensitivity is bred out of us. You know, like, oh, come on, don't cry like a girl or, you know, boys, you know, men don't cry. And, you know, are you a big boy or are you a little boy? No, I'm a big boy. So you're working hard to to dry up your tears, you know, as you're a little guy. And, um, but I just remember like, even just growing up, like noises at night kept me from being able to sleep, you know, um, people's disapproval or rejection it would it would bring on tears oftentimes and I felt so much shame for for tears <laughs> right so there's so many different things different ways that uh, we can be traumatized when we're especially when we're little right and they, sh- they it continues to to bubble to the surface and I think typically into our 30s and 40s is when our coping mechanisms they they begin to to spring leaks in the uh in the dam in the wall that is meant to to keep us safe they start to to leak out of us um and eventually if you don't pay attention to it the the whole dam collapses the whole wall collapses right and uh that's that's when you know the the kind of the greater the trauma the the greater the coping mechanism and so if you really find yourself uh, abusing alcohol or sex or drugs, gambling, whatever the case might be, um, that is a, a signpost that says that you've got, you know, some trauma you've really got to work through. So I think the, 
it just it just becomes really clear to me, um, especially after I was having this conversation with Andrew on this upcoming interview, that uh, there really and he says that at the very end, there's really no more important work in life than for each of us as men and women, for that matter, as human beings, to work through our trauma, to get any of that stuck energy up and out of our bodies so that we can regulate our nervous systems, feel safe in our bodies, feel grounded to wherever our feet are, and be able to actually change our focus from survival to really looking at how we can give back to others and really be able to show up and express, emote, experience the fullness of life because I don't care how much stuff you acquire, uh, how much money you have, how many times you you know are able to spend watching the sunset or the sunrise on some beautiful beach, going on vacations. If you are, if you've got trauma that's stuck inside your body and your nervous system is dysregulated there's nothing that you can that you can acquire on the outside that's going to offer you freedom. There's nothing. Freedom only comes from doing the deep inner work. And becoming kings is all about creating dominion over your three kingdoms, like I've said before. It's your internal kingdom, which is where you've really got to start first, right? Otherwise, you can't experience the joy and the, the, you know, vitality and the excitement that comes with building your external kingdom. So you have your inner kingdom, your outer kingdom, which is kind of like your external life, right? And then you have your eternal kingdom, which is your relationships. Um, a lot of guys do come and, and contact me because they realize shit has just really hit the fan when their spouse says, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's work that is done simultaneously while you're working on healing your inner kingdom, your inner mental health, your emotional health. You have to also be focused on you know, your, your outer, how, how your your contribution to the world shows up. Are you happy with your job? And you, you know, do you feel like you have a greater sense of purpose? Or do you feel like you're totally lost, right? Because all those things create a man who is either <laughs> available or very detached and unavailable to his loved ones. And I think, uh, you know, oftentimes women will be like, you know what, I'm done. I've given it my all. Like, you know, I don't know what else to say or do to get you to move. And at this point, I throw my hands up and it's kind of like offering them an ultimatum. Like, you either get your stuff figured out or I'm out. Or they don't even offer an option. They're just like, I'm done. I'm out. Later. And uh, and I empathize with that. And yet it's a shame. Um, but sometimes it does have to get to, you know, it being that bad for for us as men sometimes to wake up. I know it, it took it took it for took that for me, unfortunately. I was like, oh 
oh, okay, now I see you're serious, <laughs> but it's too late for, for my marriage, you know, um, but I had to go through it, I had to go through that, I had to lose everything that meant so much to me for me to wake up and smell the coffee, so to speak, to experience the fullness of life, and I'm so grateful that I went through that, um, even though I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. So check out that uh, upcoming uh, episode with Andrew Lynn, all about kind of like dealing with uh, trauma, kind of how trauma and addiction have a, a relationship, how to work through trauma, why it's important to, to, to heal from trauma, that it's possible to work from, you know, through your trauma. So many different things that we touch upon in that episode. And uh, this is just a, another episode that, piggybacks on that in the sense of like, man, this is where you've got to lean into to doing this work is, is acknowledging that you were traumatized when you were a little, little man, a little guy, and that that is work that needs to be healed to this day. Um, otherwise, you know, you probably won't, wouldn't be feeling like, you know, something's missing or that you're disconnected from, from your life. So thank you, as always, for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I am Johnny King. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, Follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.